Episode 191 of Shanline Batman. Um, a little bit different uh, kind of podcast that we're recording tonight. Um, as we will be discussing the late, great Kevin Conroy. That's such a weird thing to say um, as we as we begin this this podcast. But I do want to welcome Kyle to the uh, to the podcast. Saying the late great Kevin Conroy just sounds so wrong. Like when I when I saw that the news like it happened on Twitter, like I kept I like scrolled the Google, and there like just, was just to like, make sure it was real. <laughs> yeah, because like you didn't know like this person was sick, and like the last time that we saw him, if I remember correctly. Um, let me pull up my phone just to make sure, um, was Halloween of this year and he didn't look sick. Um, let me just make sure, but yeah, this episode is going to be discussing the, yeah, 1031, 2022. Yeah. He didn't look sick. He just, uh, <sighs> goes to show just how fast things can change. Yeah. So this episode is going to be us discussing the great and powerful and the, the late uh, passing of Kevin Conroy um, at 66 years old. So there's a lot to discuss, actually. Like, I, we were, like, I was thinking, should we do this? Are we, are we exploiting this? And, like, is this something that should be appropriate to discuss? But Kevin Conroy's version of Batman has been a part of like every aspect of my life. And I'm sure of yours, Kyle, would that be like an accurate statement? Yeah, that's, that's pretty accurate. Like I know everybody has like a different favorite live action Batman, but I think pretty much everyone can agree that when it comes to the voice of Batman, that's Kevin Conroy. Like nobody compares to Kevin Conroy when it comes to voicing Batman. Like just like the cadence of like the voice and like his Bruce Wayne was much different. His Batman was uh yeah, his his voice um his voice will be forever what I hear when I'm reading a Batman comic. Like I was uh reading Court of Owls the other day. You know, re, re you know, like going back and reading Court of Owls because I was thinking about getting Gotham Knights, and uh, and like that voice, like has been in my head since you know I started reading Batman comics because that's the voice. You know, it at times you know it, it can be <laughs> Christian Bale or Michael Keaton, you know, but I'd say like nine. And a half times out of 10, it's always been Kevin Conroy. And it's just like, it was just like one of those things where we're like, whoa, like I thought, I thought we were having like another, at least like I knew he was getting, like he was 66 years old. Like 
But I thought we had like another five or ten years of him voicing the character of Batman, you know, before, you know, like he's like, oh, I'm going to retire and like, you know, have like, you know, like maybe one final, you know, vert, like one final like film or something or a TV show. Um, but yeah, like so tonight's episode is just going to be discussing, you know, Kevin Conroy and what he uh, meant to us as the voice of our favorite character. So I guess let's start at the beginning with, you know, Batman, the animated series. And what's interesting about the Batman, the animated series is that's kind of like been, and still has been the, like the definitive version of Batman and Bruce Wayne. Um, and like the voice, you know, like I was, when that came out, like I was four, three or four and you know watching it you know in the early 90s you know hearing his voice ever uh present you know as as you know we watch you know that as i watched that cartoon you know um and it's just like a weird thing to say or you know that he's not going to be voicing the character anymore but back to like batman the animated series like when you have you gone back and and rewatched some of those episodes recently, Kyle, or the last year or two? No, it's not been recently, but it, it over over time I've I've seen quite a few of them. So yeah, there's definitely a lot of moments here and there throughout the the run of the animated series that just encapsulate encapsulates everything that Batman is and Kevin Conroy's performance as the character is just perfection. Like, like, and like, we're not saying that to be hyperbolic because he passed away. Like that, like he is the voice of the character. Like, I really like, you know, Michael Keaton's version, um, you know, Christian Bale, you know, by the third movie, I kind of like got, I got tired of it. Um, I really like Ben Affleck's, but that wasn't like like the Ben Affleck's voice was like modulated. I like Val like there really isn't like a quote unquote bad version of like the bat voice. I mean George Clooney was basically George Clooney, like he didn't variate, you know, and like kind of kind of like you know played up like the Adam West type of a thing. Um but the Kevin Conroy version of that. You know, we saw that in, you know, Batman the animated series, and we and we you know, as we're growing up and listening and watching that, like there was like, like there was not another person who voiced it, you know, during that time frame. Because not only did you have Batman the animated series, but you also had, you know, the new adventures of Batman, and then it became Batman Beyond, and then it became Justice League, and then it became Justice League Unlimited. So his voice has always been part of, you know, the Tim verse or the Dini verse or whatever you, however you want to call it. And just to think about those things, you know, that was like such a huge part of my childhood. Like my mom sitting me, you know, at like the dinner table and that was played on the background because I remember it coming on like around dinner time um, and like really, really getting to watch the, you know, it was just like one episode at a time. Then it was Gargoyles after that. Um, but just hearing his voice, you know, and like that booming, you know, dark, gravelly voice. And, you know, watching that, you know, 
like I remember like Tim Burton's Batman is like my first exposure to Batman. And we've, you know, we've talked about that, you know, more than a few times on here. But like the, you know, it's the Batman the animated series that kind of like made you like fall in love with the character if you were, you know, our age is Kyle. So, I mean, any, anything that you would like to share about Kevin Conroy or Kevin Conroy's voice? Like he was like, like I always said, like, you know, when we were going to Comic Cons and everything, like he was the one person I wish we could have you know, met or, you know, seen or asked a question to, you know, I was able to ask a question to Adam West. You were there for that, right, Kyle? Yeah, I I feel like you were there for that. Like, like, I was, like, regretting, like, not being able to, like, you know, see him at a con or have him on the podcast. Like, he was kind of, I don't know if I ever asked, maybe I did ask at one point on Twitter, um, because he was pretty, uh, he was pretty... You know, he you'd hear you'd see him like kind of like show up on podcasts, um, but yeah, like your thoughts on, you know, him in you know BTAS. So, my the way I feel about it might be a little different than yours. Um, well, I'm a little sure. bit younger, so for me, like my main exposure to Kevin Conroy's voice as Batman was actually him in Batman beyond. Mm -hmm. So for me, he's always been the voice of the, like the veteran mentor, the, the, the the educator, the teacher. And so now Mm -hmm. with everything that's going on, it's like, Oh man, our mentor's gone. The, the one right. that we, like, we look to for wisdom, he's no longer here. I don't it, know. It, it feels really depressing. Um, yeah. Like if you're if you're gonna if you're listening to this podcast, you're gonna probably walk away depressed because we you know that's what we said. I said to you know Kyle I was like ready to be depressed for the next hour because it's such an untimely thing. Like like I said, like for me, you know, I thought, you know, like sixty six years old, that's pretty young still. I like I truly thought that we had at least five more years of him just voicing the character and, you know, getting a couple games, you know, I was expecting him to do, you know, a couple more games or another animated show or another animated movie or him show up in like the flash movie, you know, cause he did show up in like, you know, crisis on infinite earth when they did that for CW. But yeah, like we listening, like hearing his voice, you know, as Batman, the animated series, um, as I was growing up, like as a like real like a toddler, essentially, like his his voice, you know, like he's been that voice has been omnipresent for, throughout my entire life. Like it wasn't it wasn't like he went away, you know, and then like, you know, like he came back like Michael Keaton was Batman for Batman and Batman Returns. That Val Kilmer, Kilmer, George Clooney, then Christian Bale, then Ben Affleck, and like Michael Keaton's returning for, you know, uh, the Flash. But he's always been there. He's always been like omnipresent. Like I said, like he's his voice. You know, you know. There's been so many different iterations of you know. I would say of his voice. Well, I guess you could say like of him playing. You know, different iterations. You know, you had Batman animated series, and you had the movies. Did like other TV shows in the game so but like it's just kind of like a weird thing to kind of think about like like huge huge uh 
he, he's always he, been a, a constant. Like, no matter what's going on in right. the land of the movies or the comics, you can always re- you could always rely on Kevin Conroy being a voice of Batman in one form or another. And not only, not only, not only that. Like we as people have grown as well with him in the role, right? Like, and like, I mean, how old were you when you first watched Batman Beyond, Kyle? I'm not trying to age you or date you. So if you don't want to, if you don't want to, if you don't want to share that information, uh, man, I, I had to have been like seven, six or seven, probably. So I was, I was a little bit younger. So I was like, 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 like Batman Animated Series came out with '92, so it's like four or five years old. You know what? You know, sitting down and watching that. So, I guess like for you, you probably have a little bit like you have like more probably more like I guess more memories. I don't think that's the right word to kind of like say, but like you probably are able to recall that time a little bit easier than I am because, like I said, I was a toddler. I was much younger. You know, so like. So you watched Batman Beyond first, and then you kind of like caught up with the animated series, uh, or you know, New Adventures. <laughs> you, you say my memory should be better, but I, not really. It's very foggy. I don't. I actually can't recall if I watched the animated series first or if it was Batman Beyond. I, mm-hmm. I would say Beyond left a bigger like had a bigger impact on me, so that might have been what I saw first. Mm-hmm. So so when you say bigger impact because he was like that mentor and there's like a younger version. So you always felt like, you know, if you were going to be Batman, like you, like I would be Terry McGinnis. Yeah. Yes. That's what I I guess. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, cause you know, you're in probably elementary school. Right. I would think like seven years old there. Um, And you're like, all right. Like when I get into high school, I can be Batman. Right. Like, I guess. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Everybody thinks that. So um, when it came, when it comes to that show, and like his voice as Bruce Wayne was like, I remember him doing an interview with Will Fr- uh, Friedel or Friedel or however you however you say it. Um, like for you, I don't I don't even remember. Like I'm trying to like, keep my composure. And not get too emotional because, like, the voice of our life. I mean, that's that's the thing, though. Like, throughout the years, because we've had him play Batman slash Bruce Wayne in different stages of life, we've gotten different interpretations of the character from him. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've we've seen him in his prime in the animated series. We've we've had the grizzled veteran from Beyond. We've had a more lighthearted and kind of campy version of him from uh, Brave and the Bold. It's like he's been so versatile in the role, and it's just it mm-hmm. was awesome to see the same person convey all these different emotions and ha- have all these right. different perspectives from for the character. So, speaking of Beyond, Batman Beyond. Uh, and we, we 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 talked about you like thinking about at one point you know like when I get into high school I can be Batman. Was it a was there something about the way that the the two like Terry and Bruce interacted that you really appreciated? 
and the way that Kevin Conroy was able to like act in that role. Yeah, so I, I liked how in that show in particular, Bruce Wayne has like the reluctant mentor figureship kind of forced upon him. Like he really doesn't want to get anyone else involved in the issues that's going on, but because of uh, where he's at in his life and everything that's going on, he he doesn't really have much of a choice but to help guide the young young Terry McGinnis into becoming the new Batman. So seeing him try to figure out, all right, how, how am I going to make this work? You know, like how can I do this like, without turning to the issues I've ran into the past? Right. Like what's, what's my role in this, you know, cause I'm at a later stage in my life and I've seen kind of like what works and what doesn't work. And I'm, and he was pretty reluctant. Like Bruce was pretty reluctant to kind of like, take on you know that older mentor to this this you know to, to, to terry and so it's a very interesting because uh when they you know the first you know when rebirth which is you know rebirth one and rebirth two the first two episodes of batman beyond you kind of see like you know bruce well before we talk about that do you recall hearing about Batman Beyond or seeing commercials about Batman Beyond when you know when it before it came out in '99, or is it kind uh, of just like oh, an updated version of Batman? I'm sure I did, but I can't recall what those commercials were like. I I just kind of remember watching the show when it would come on. Like I remember seeing some commercials for it, and um. And I would like, because at that point, I feel like, I feel like the new adventures were off air at this point. And uh, like, I was like, oh, because it said like, there's going to be like another Batman series. I was like, oh, it's because it's going to kind of be more, you know, the same, you know, it's going to be kind of like, you know, Batman in his prime. He's going to have different Robins. <laughs> and when it came on that it was going to be, um, it was going to be Bruce Wayne older with a, like, like a non Robin sidekick. Like someone was going to take up the mantle of Batman. I was like, Oh dear God. <laughs> like, like I was, I was, I was kind of like taking it back. It's like, this is going to work. Like I, I was kind of like irritated. It was like, like for many of you who didn't think that, you know, Ben Affleck could do a good job as Batman. Like that was kind of like my thoughts on like, like, I'm very clear. I've always thought I've always been a, ha a fan of Ben Affleck as Batman when he was cast and everything, but we don't have to, you know, re-educate those in the, who are not initiated. But like, like when I saw that stuff, I was like, Oh dear God, this is going to be God awful. This is not going to work. Like Bruce Wayne older. And like, this is before I knew that there was like a dark Knight returns. Cause I was much younger. <laughs> um, so like the idea of Bruce, you know, like Batman's not supposed to be old, and then he's not supposed to allow anyone else. You know, where's Batman Alfred? You know, where's right? Like Batman is always, you know, what is it, thirty three or something? That's like yeah. the, where he's supposed to be at. <laughs> um, and what's weird is like I'm thirty four now, so that's like it's kind of like oh, I'm older than Batman. So I guess like I guess not really. Like I can always be like oh, like he's not as old as you know, the Dark Knight Return versions or Batman Beyond. 
Um, but yeah, like I just remember seeing those commercials, you know, for I think it was like Kids WB at that point. That's on. Um, I was like, oh no, like, and like I remember watching like the because I I think they just did like they did two episodes at first. Like I don't remember. I maybe I'm just thinking like because like streaming now, like they always do like the first two episodes. Like if with like Kenobi and like I, you know, closet, I, I can see them doing a two parter back then. So like I just remember seeing that first episode. I was like, oh, like this is much more serious. Like, like, like I kind of liked that it was like a little bit edgier. Like Terry, what you know, it was like a teenager. So I was like, oh, like because I was about to become a teenager because at that point it was ninety nine when Batman Beyond came out. So I was like, I was like ten years old. And, you know, seeing that and like, I just remember, I just remember watching that show and being like that, like what a perfect age to kind of like watch that show. Like I was like nine, 10, 11. I think, I, I think there, I, there was like three seasons of it. And like, I just remember just like watching it, you know, of all places, like in my, like, cause I think it showed up. I think what they did is they, they played like, and maybe Cal can you can help me on this. I think they had new episodes on Saturday, right? And then they had like they played like the they I just threw so. like they threw like, and then threw like previous episodes like every day after like after school, correct? Yeah, there'd be the reruns and uh, on the weekdays, but I'm pretty sure you're right. I think they always did new episodes for WB shows on Saturdays. So, like, I just, like, I remember seeing those episodes and kind of, like, I always felt, like, I don't know about you, Cobb, I always felt, like, robbed at a certain point because there was there, the run, like, and there was, like, like no internet back then, to, like, and there was, like, no, like, hey, like, I was too young to even realize, like, I didn't realize, like, it was, quote-unquote, canceled. They just decided not to, do, you know, renew, like, and do more episodes. But I just remember, like, Every day after school, um, I would be in my parents' bedrooms, my my parents' bedroom, because my mom would be, like, cooking dinner, and my dad would be at work, and, like, watching it, because I didn't have a TV in my room at the time, I don't think, and, like, laying on my parents' bed, watching Batman Beyond, and at some point, like... Cause I couldn't watch it on like every Saturday. Cause like some Saturdays, like I did basketball or whatever, whatever school function you had going on Saturdays during that time period. I just remember like at some point I kind of got like irritated and annoyed that they didn't, there weren't any like new episodes. Of, oh, I've already seen this episode. Like <laughs> no new episodes. You know what I'm they just wanted you to forget about it. So I'm just like, what? No, new, like, so, but yeah, like what a like perfect age for like us to kind of, like, I guess more me than you, because you you said you're, like, seven. I would have been but a like, little I, younger than you when uh, Beyond was coming out. Right. So I was, like, nine or ten, and you said you were seven. So, like, I was about to become a teenager, and, like, the idea that you yourself could be the Cape Crusader and to be trained by Batman himself. That's the dream right there. You know? Right. Like... And, like, the idea of it was, like, super, like, super, like, edgy and retro. Like, the idea, like, could you imagine, like, if, like, the, like there was, like, an Iron Man movie for, in, like, the future. And, like, you have this young kid as Iron Man and, like, Tony Stark's voices in, like, the Iron Man suit. Like, that's what Batman Beyond was. It's, it's, like, it's like, kind of funny remember. to think about it, but, yeah. 
But Batman Beyond is like Blade Runner with Batman in it. Right, it's like Blade Runner with Batman <laughs> in it. It's like Iron Man with Batman in it. It's just kind of like an interesting... And like I thought the like I remember the suit being so cool because like he had like claws like he 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 I remember putting two fingers to like windows to listen in yeah. he had like he could fly like to this like, day the pack. the Beyond Bat suit's still one of my favorites and like it could go in like it it could be invisible and then like the Batmobile was like like a plane but it was like a batmobile which was really cool like they did such a good job with the show like if you kind of like go back and look at like the the last season like some of those episodes were like oh they ran out of ideas <laughs> like i don't know if you've gone through i i don't think i haven't watched the last season recently i i'm, I'm very fond of like the first one but then like the last couple i'm like uh maybe i'll catch an episode here and there but i'm not Going out of my way to watch those ones. Um, I like the last season has one of my favorite Batman moments, and we're going to talk about the, our favorite Batman moments with Kevin Conroy. Um, we're it's kind of like going like down memory lane, you know, as we eulogize, you know, Kevin Conroy in our own way. Um, like, do you remember the episode Out of the Past? It's called Out of the Past, where uh, Bruce Wayne and Terry go to like this play where it's showing a Batman. And Talia comes like, and Talia goes into the Batcave. I literally watched it the other night. Talia goes to the Batcave and like suggests that you know Bruce should uh, use the the Lazarus Pit to uh, young himself up a little bit. And like in the middle of the episode, Terry and like a younger version of Bruce, not younger than Terry, are like like tag teaming and fighting in like this hallway, and it's so awesome. Yeah, that brings back you memories. Remember that episode? Vaguely, but I, I it, it's coming back to me. And like I remember, they played like the uh, they played like the animated series theme during that during that. Um, but yeah, like I just like that movie. I'm so cool. Like we're there. Like we're there. And like I guess like we we didn't like like it's hard to like eulogize, you know. Because I don't think we've ever done this before. Like, we didn't, like, we, we weren't podcasting when Heath Ledger passed away. So, uh, so this is kind of like uncharted territory for us, you know, as fans of the character. And I'm not looking forward to, like, doing this for Michael Keaton or, you know, Affleck, you know, okay. when we're much older. It's like, no, I'm already so, too depressed. I don't want to think about it. Um, so Batman Beyond, and then like, what's your like next Kevin Conroy? You know, did you watch Justice League? Did you watch Justice League Unlimited? I or have was it not seen a whole lot of the animated Justice League stuff. Like, like again, I'd see an episode here and there, but it's not something right. I ever sat down and watched the entire thing. Same, very much the same. So is the next thing the. Is it the games or was it the animated movies? Probably the animated movies. Uh, uh, I think we're both big fans of Mascot of Phantasm. Very much so. Uh, that's definitely one of uh, his iconic roles. But he's been in quite a few animated series, animated movies over over the years. I would I would submit that you know Mask of the Phantasm and Return of the Joker 
Batman Return of the Joker are quintessential, like, top-tier Batman stories and, like, top-tier acting from Kevin Conroy. Um, And it's, like, great, great films um, for those. So, yeah, like, the... So, for sure... And like, what other movies was he in? Let me, let me. We should, we should have been more prepared for this. Um, <laughs> to IMDb, away. <laughs> but like, wasn't he the main voice of Batman in all the like Batman and Justice League animated movies through the two thousands? So he did uh, Batman and Mister Freeze. Uh, I don't know why it says he did Batman versus Robin. That wasn't him. And I'm pretty sure he didn't do Justice League. Uh, the Flashpoint. I'm pretty sure that wasn't him. But he definitely did uh, Batman Mystery of the Batwoman. I remember seeing that. Um, he did Batman Beyond. He did... Uh, do you remember... Do, do you remember when, in 2008 when they were gearing up for The Dark Knight and they had like a... Like it was called Batman Gotham Night, where it was like four Batman stories told in like like different, I would say mediums, but like different animated styles. So you had like a manga style, an anime style. You had like a horror version of it. Do you remember seeing that? I have not heard of this, but now I'm very interested. Like, it's not my favorite thing, but it's supposed to be, like, a... It's supposed to be kind of, like, a lead-up to, like, like The Dark Knight. And it's supposed to be, like, like the story between Batman Begins and The Dark Knight. I just don't think they really executed it very well because of the different styles. It's, like, four separate stories right. told in, like, four separate ways. So it's definitely not my favorite thing. Um, but he did Batman Assault on Arkham, I believe, right? Yeah. Which I is think amazing. So I'm looking at it now. And then he did uh Superman Batman Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. Did the killing joke like to me the what I feel like we were robbed of for me anyway, and I know a lot of people love Peter Weller as Batman and the Dark Knight Returns, but I mean he did kind of like a version of that a few times. Okay, hold on one second. I want to make sure it says that he. Was uh, the voice of uh? He said he's the voice of uh in Flashpoint Paradox. Huh? I didn't realize Michael B. Jordan was Cyborg. Wait, Michael B. Jordan was? Yeah. <laughs> you mean to tell me that we had Michael B. Jordan play Cyborg this whole time, and I never knew about it? Nathan Fillion was uh, Hal Jordan. <laughs> That that fits me. Hold on, let me look at this. Because I haven't seen this movie in a long time. I guess I guess. Sounds like it's a star. I guess I just. So Kevin Conroy, 
Nathan Fillion as Hal Jordan, Michael B. Jordan as Cyborg, Carrie Elwes as Aquaman, Ron Perlman as Deathstroke, <laughs> Danny Houston as Sam Lane, Danny Delaney is Lois Lane, but that's not that's not that's not like a big. Uh... You got C. Thomas Howell as Earball Ear Thong. Sam Daly as Superman. So Tim Daly's son. Huh. What? Like, I got to go back and rewatch this on HBO Max. I was just thinking I, I need to rewatch this. I'm like, I don't remember any of them being in the movie, but I guess they were. <laughs> like, I thought, it was the, I thought it was the other person who did a... Uh, What's his name? I thought it was uh, I thought it was Jason O'Mara who did uh, because Jason o- O'Mara did like the other like animated movies. So he did like Batman versus Robin. He did uh, Justice League War. He did uh, what's another one that? Uh, what's the other one? Hold on, I'm gonna pull him up. So weird, so weird that all those. Let's see here. Let's see. Uh... It is kind of unfortunate that like a lot of those later DC anime movies kind of just blurred together in my mind because there are some pretty good ones in there. Yeah, like like I said, like my biggest my biggest thing that I always thought we were, were robbed of was him playing that older version of Bruce in The Dark Knight Returns, and like Peter Weller's Peter Weller's pretty good, but he doesn't modulate like his voice from you know Bruce Wayne to Batman. It's all just Peter Weller. And, you know, there's different, there's like, I know there's an animated series episode where Kevin Conroy plays that version, but it's like snippets. And I know that he's done it and like, you know, he's acted like, you know, someone will have him read from a script, you know, at cons and stuff. So we've seen it, but to me, it's just kind of like, you have like the perfect, you know, you have the perfect, you know, medium for Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill to kind of God, you know, that play the so character. Good. You know, and like like it's good. It's just like like I mean, do you get what I'm saying? Like I just always felt like I, we like of all the movies to not have them in, it's kind of weird to me. But I guess I guess like of all the movies to not have them in, it would be that movie, if that makes sense. Uh... So yeah, I'm kind of, kind of. I'm cl- um, so many great episodes that they did for animated series like Heart of Ice, um, um, I like the I always like the Riddler one. If if why aren't you rich? If you're so smart or something like that, or <laughs> they they have to like go play like that like kind of like uh like lot they're larping essentially, um. Do you remember that episode where it's like the hand, like the hand, they had to ride the hand? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I do remember that one. So like they were, um, and like Batman Beyond, you know, Batman Beyond Return of the Joker. Like that one's like a weird one for me because like no one ever like remembers that. And like that one is such a, such a great animated film, animated movie. I don't, okay, so. I love the movie. I've seen it a few times, but 
There was another mo- movie I remember watching on a VHS. I don't remember which one it was, but the thing I remember distinctly was as soon as I would put the VHS and hit play, the first thing that showed up was an uh like a trailer for Return of the Joker. And I watched that trailer so many times, just being like, God, this looks so good. Well, if you remember correctly, I don't know if you knew knew this, but there there's like two versions. There's like a there's like a PG version of it. I would say like PG, but like more of like a kid friendly version. Yeah, one meant for a younger audience and one for an older <laughs> audience. Like version. So, um, but yeah, like, and then uh, like I guess like so the movies. You know, he did the animated series stuff you know, the animated stuff, and then he did the, the animated movies, and then, like, the games. Like, every aspect of our lives has been has been touched by Kevin Conroy. Like, the games, like Arkham City, Arkham... Arkham I, always, I always put Arkham City first, because that's the one I played first. But, like, Arkham Asylum, and then Arkham City, and then Arkham Knight, and then, you know, like... I just... Iconic. Just what an iconic voice. And, like, I always liked that he was able to kind of, like, be Batman in those games. And, like, Kyle's more the gamer, so I'm going to let him talk about that a little bit. Talk talk about that more. Not a little bit, but, like, more so. If you want to take over and, you know, talk about, you know, what those games meant to you as a fan of the character and as a fan of gaming with that voice, have at it. It's actually wild to think about how solid his performance across all those games were. Um, obviously, it, t- mm-hmm. it took it was a several year period where all those games came out, and I as Markham Asylum specifically also like really channels a lot of uh, Batman animated series vibes to it. So it was actually, I love seeing how it was like an updated version of him from the animated series that we got in those games. That would have been, what, like 10 years, that, 10 years later? Say that again. You wanted a what? No, it's just like pointing out how those games are like a spiritual continuation of the animated series. Oh yeah, for sure. And for so sure. It, it was like him stepping right back into those same shoes ten years later. But isn't it different though? Because you are Batman in those games, so like you're literally, Kevin, you're playing as Kevin Conroy's Batman, right? In a way, yeah. And like Mark Hamill's Joker is there as well, right? Yeah, he he's throughout the games. I, I mean. There's a little bit of a disconnect because I don't remember Batman actually talking a whole lot while you're playing as him. It's mostly in cutscenes, but mm-hmm. I guess he, I guess he like talks on the communicator to uh, you know to other people. But yeah, you know I, I I love those games. I think they are still like the prime examples of what a, like a comic book based game can be, and not much has really come close uh, in recent years. Not even Gotham Knights. I don't know if I want to talk about that. <laughs> um, I, I, I so, mean, if we're okay, if we're like broadening our horizons, I will say I think uh, 
the 2018 Spider-Man was also pretty damn good, but we're talking about Batman today. Right. Um, so hearing his voice and playing those games, because you felt like you were you felt like you were Batman in those games. Um what what do those games mean to you now? You know, because you know, Arkham Asylum came out and then Arkham City, and then you know, I know that Arkham Knight was controversial, but you know, the ending sequence is when he kind of like he like retires and then like it's kind of like intimated that he doesn't he die at the end, like they blow up Wayne Banner. So I th- I believe in the true ending of the game, after you get a harm sick of the collectibles and all that, I think it is like a big bon voyage. We're going to blow up the bat cave and erase all the traces of Batman. So with that in mind, yeah, it's very bittersweet. Now that everything, everything that's happened has happened. It's like, Oh damn. You know, I, I could actually couldn't imagine going back and replaying Arkham Knight and getting the true ending and be like, yep, there's, there's the end of Kevin Connors, Batman. Is that it? Is that is that the last is that the like the last big thing he did? I'm pretty sure he was in a couple of movies after that. Cause uh, I know he did the Killing Joke movie, which came out after. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. I never I never watched that. So. Oh, you never saw the Killing Joke movie? No. I mean, it's not very good, so I can't blame you. <laughs> I th- did we did we try to review it or something? Or I thought we review- did a review of it at some point. I don't think I don't. Maybe I did watch it. I don't remember. Um, they added a whole bunch of extra Batgirl stuff in the middle of the oh, movie, yeah. and it kind of just did. It was a big disservice to her character. Oh, yeah, like, now I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was super controversial. It was very controversial. <laughs> um, wow, like, why did I... Why, that was... Wow, it's not unreasonable crazy. to want to just get rid of all of the bad memories. Um, And so, like, the games... Did you have anything else you wanted to, you know, say about the games as, as we continue on with this? What a career he did, right? There, There's just so much, like... We've been talking about the the TV shows, the movies, the games. And it's not just the Arkham games. I think there was a couple of others that he provided the voices for over the years. But there's just too much to actually keep track of. Did you ever see see him play the live-action version of Bruce Wayne? I have not. I have not watched the... uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths uh, series or special, whatever you want to call it. They, they, you, you can just literally YouTube all that stuff, like all Kevin Conroy scenes in Crisis on Infinite Earths, and they have them all. It's real good. It's interesting. Like he plays like this really broken Batman, where he has to have like a mech suit to kind of like help him get like around. And like if I remember, he goes, he becomes evil, and they have to kill him. Oh. <laughs> I'm being serious if I remember correctly because that came out a couple years ago too so oh, interesting. Uh, do you have like top 10 
you know, like top ten moments. So like slash film did like a top you know top ten moments. They were kind of like like they didn't say like here's number one, here's number two, but like for sure you know that famous line where he at the you know in the animated series when he does you know I am vengeance, I am the knight, you know. You know that, that's for that's sure. got to be like the number one. I mean, I shoot, I think we even put that in our uh, intro for the show. Um, I would say that when uh, um, when he is sitting on the swing set, uh, was was it Ace from the Royal Flush Gang? Is that was that it? Did you do you know what I'm talking about, Kyle? Is this from the animated series? Yeah, it was when they did Justice League Unlimited, if I remember correctly. Justice League Unlimited. That's not ringing a bell to me. So if I remember correctly, Ace Ace uh has is telekinetic and uh Ace is like, you know, she's got a, a brain aneurysm and if Ace brain aneurysm gets like worse, it can cause like a really bad like shockwave and which could kill people, you know, miles and miles away. And so um like there's a really sweet moment between uh Ace and Batman at the end of the episode where Batman goes and sits next to Ace. And like, and like, like I'm trying my best not to cry here. Like, I'm truly like, it's a super moving moment. Uh, like, hold literally, on, hold on. I think somebody's cutting onions in here right now. Um, literally sits sits next to Ace, and Ace goes like, "Can you stay with me?" or something like that. And t- until that time, and he kind of like holds out his hand to like to. Ace and like they kind of like it's it's like what this is not supposed to happen like this is like up like yeah, this that's, is that's wild I I don't know why I don't remember that <sighs> guess I'm gonna have to go back and watch this like it is powerful and emotional and moving and it's so crazy it's so crazy. So crazy how good that episode is. Um, Batman Beyond Return of the Joker for sure. Um, that yeah, that entire movie is a highlight. I'm trying to think what else off the top of my head. I really liked him singing in uh, that episode uh, out of the past in Batman Beyond. I and like and like another another top moment for for me and like and then I'll I'll kind of I'm curious what Kyle has to say when he when he shows up in uh, in live action in uh in Crisis on Infinite Earth. Uh, actually, you know what? There is another one. When uh when Superman becomes evil and Batman Beyond, and uh he's got that kryptonite and they're talking about the kryptonite and everything, 
there's like a lot of good like one-liners in Batman Beyond. I remember like when Derek Powers goes, "How are you holding up?" and Bruce goes, "With a cane." <laughs> so, many good, so many good stuff. Like, oh. Uh, if if like, there's any- one thing that uh, Kevin Conroy has always been super consistent with, it's been delivering funny one-liners like that when like it's being set up by someone else. Like I remember, uh, I don't remember which series it was from. It was it was one of the Justice Leagues. I remember there's a joke somewhere where like Wonder Woman's like, "Oh, that's all right. Don't worry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pay for the damages to this thing. You know, I got this covered in case you don't, Bruce." <laughs> or actually, I don't think she knew Bruce was Batman at the time, so she was like, "Oh, don't worry, Batman. I got this covered." And Batman's just like, "No, tr- trust me. I-, I got this. I I could pay for it." <laughs> That's funny. Any other top moments to do before we kind of we kind of cut this episode? I think we cut. A, I think we covered a lot of the uh, the top ones there, but I don't. There's so many years to cover, so many different series. It, it's hard. It would be hard to like really hit them all. So I would say uh, for anyone listening, you know, share your favorite moment from uh, Kevin Conroy in the well, comments. I guess- before we kind of like leave, what I what I really appreciate about Kevin Conroy's version of Bruce Wayne and Batman is that yes, there are all these different iterations, but it never felt like he was just taking the job just to pay some bills. Absolutely, he was always bringing the team. He was always committed to the role, and I think at the beginning. Like, there's a great documentary on, you know, the Batman the Animated Series that you can find on YouTube, which was included in, like, the, you know, the retrospective, I I think it was, like, the 25th anniversary. I don't remember, but it kind of was, like, intimated from him or someone else that, you know, he's just, you know, kind of just, like, taking the job and, you know, he didn't really, you know, because he didn't grow up on Batman, but he knew Batman from Adam West. And uh, I just remember them talking about, you know, how they were, like, looking for Batman, but they no one fell in love with him or fell in love with those people that were, you know, going up for the role. And as soon as Kevin Conroy gave, like, his voice, they kind of – Bruce Tim and Andrea Romano looked at each other and, uh, and, like, knew that they got their guy. And luckily for us, we – have like almost like the definitive version of that character, probably the definitive version of Batman animated series, and definitely the definitive voice. But like I said, like what I've, I always appreciated about Kevin Conroy, his interactions with the fans. Like if you go back, like people that have been show, sharing his cameos that he did, I really should have done that. I really should have had him do a cameo. It wasn't that? It wasn't that crazy expensive. I really should have sought him out at, you know, a different comic count or something or like try to have him on the podcast. But like I said, what I always appreciate about Kevin Conroy is the seriousness he brought to the role, the way that he handled the role. Like, sure, he was getting paid money for it, but he always came with his A game. And he always I've not heard a terse word said about this man in regards to his interactions with the fans. So I, I always will appreciate that about uh, about Kevin Conroy. Like, you know, and so it's our childhood. It's our, it's our, 
teenage years. It's our adult life with the, you know, the, our childhood with the animated series and the animated movies. And then, you know, our teen, teen years with the animated movies. And then it's our adult lives with the games. Like, it has spanned... This is decades uh, of our lives. You know, like, it's spanned since I was four years old, and now I'm 34 years old. Like, it's been 30 years of my life. It's been 30 years. Like, I can't believe I'm saying that. Kevin Conroy's been Batman for me for 30 years. 30 years. Oof. And, like, it, it it just seems so unfair that... There was no, like, uh, this is my final, this is my final, like, you know, this is my final Batman. And I'll say this, and, like, this might be controversial, like, uh, he's definitely, will continue being, like, the voice in my head. But I truly hope that Mark Hamill decides that he's going to retire as the Joker because those two play are, you know, hand in hand. You know, very much. Right, yeah, they were the like they were like opposing rivals against each other in their respective ways for that entire runtime. Like you said, thirty years almost. And like, I just, I just, ha- I will have a hard time hearing Kevin or, or Mark Hamill's Joker without without Kevin Conroy's Batman on the other end of that. So I, I, and like, I'm not trying to be controversial. Those are just my two cents on that. So many iconic moments, you know, from Batman the Animated Series, you know, so many great episodes. Um, and then Batman Beyond, Batman Beyond Return of the Joker. Then he had Justice League, Justice League Unlimited. Then he had all the animated films. Then, the, you know, then the games, like 30 years. So... Um, any any anything you'd like to share, add in regards to, um, you know, finishing our eulogy, so to speak, of Kevin Conroy's Batman? Yeah, I have uh, I have two words. Fuck cancer. Yes. Yep. And like, we didn't even know he was sick with it. So. He's been putting on a strong face for a while then. Gone far too soon. Gone far too soon. And I I know that many people have lost loved ones to cancer. So, uh, yeah, fuck cancer. For sure. For sure. So, um, anything else you'd like to share or add, you know? Before we before we turn that turn the bat signal off for Mr. Conroy, I think we're good. So that's gonna be it for episode one ninety one. Shannon on Batman. If you wanna if you wanna share your favorite uh, Kevin Conroy moments with us, you know, hit us up on the Facebook page, Shannon on Batman podcast. You wanna hit you know share that share a scene or a moment. Maybe you met Kevin Conroy at a con or he did a cameo for you or he exchanged some words with you on social media. Um, you want to share that. Um, you can do that on our Facebook page. You can do that for us on our Twitter page that Shailen on bat, or you can, uh, 
Or you can just send us a DM. In, uh, you can find find me on uh, Twitter at Batman Shalen. Or send Kyle a DM. Kyle is always on the internet now that uh, his uh, least favorite person has taken over uh, Twitter. So uh, <laughs> yep. you can follow Kyle on, on the Twitter at... Uh, Looting Kyle. 